Here's the deal, this is my family and we are a bunch of landscapers and more importantly, we're a band. Hey everybody, welcome to the Move It, Shake It, Celebrated Street Party. Welcome to the WW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World information station. I am your host, Lou Mangello, and this is show number 480. And I'm here once again, not only to help you have the best possible vacation experience when you come to Walt Disney World, but I also want to bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are with this podcast, videos, blog, live broadcasts on Facebook every Wednesday night, my books, audio tours, some other stuff I'm working on, and more. You can find everything over at www.radio.com. Walt Disney World has always been known as the vacation kingdom of the world, and with so much to do beyond the attractions, it's a place to visit and revisit over and over again. But this week, we're going to explore things you can do beyond the parks, and think of them maybe as top 10 add-on experiences in Walt Disney World things that will truly plus your vacation experience. I'll then have the answer to our last Walt Disney World trivia question of the week and pose a new challenge for your chance to win a Disney prize package. Then stay tuned to the end of the show. I'll have more information about upcoming WWW Meets of the Month's events, my Momentum Weekend Workshop this fall in Walt Disney World, and how you can get a discount, and more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WW Radio Show. Before we get into this week's show, I want to take just a moment to announce my Momentum Weekend Workshop this October 14th through the 17th in Walt Disney World. And you're asking, what is Momentum? Well, it's an opportunity for 50 like-minded entrepreneurs to get together in a workshop-type environment for two days over the weekend in Walt Disney World with speakers and sessions and workshops, giving you not just inspiring, but really practical and tactical advice to help you make real changes in your business, in your brand, or with your idea. If you want more, we have an optional 10-day-only uh, mastermind group. Monday is sold out. I've added a Tuesday mastermind where we don't just get together and you have time sort of in the hot seat to talk about your business and your brand and your challenges and your problems and your goals, but we have people in the room to help you take real action on site. Everything from auditing your site to helping with graphics, plugins, marketing, ideation, brainstorming, podcasting, video, anything else that you need. But more importantly, this weekend is about creating real change, relationships, networking with people who understand where you are, can help you in your business, and having ongoing accountability even after it's over in our private Facebook group. For more information, go visit lumangelo.com, click on 
the Momentum Workshop link. You will find out more. I have a video there explaining a little bit more about what it is. Stay tuned for more announcements about sessions and speakers. If you listened to last week, you know that Duncan Wardle, former vice president of innovation and creativity for the entire Walt Disney Company, is our first announced speaker. He brings his 30 years at Disney to help you create and ideate and innovate. And don't forget, too, that it's in Walt Disney World. We're right across the street from Disney Springs at the Wyndham. There's lots of things that we can do and eat even after the event is over and keep some of those conversations and networking going. And again, don't forget, you also get lifetime access and ongoing support through our community. Early bird pricing, actually super early bird pricing, the lowest possible discounted ticket uh, ends Tuesday, April 11th. After that, the price does start to go up. The workshop is about half sold out. Uh, The first Mastermind Monday is sold out. The second Tuesday has a few spots left. Again, visit lumangelo.com. And if you have any questions, please feel free to email me or message me on Facebook. And I hope to see you at Momentum this October. been to Walt Disney World literally hundreds, if not nearly a thousand times since I first visited in November of 1971 with my bad hair and even worse shoes and clothes. But I was three, so don't blame me, blame my mom. But I'll take the blame now for my bad hair and fashion choices or lack thereof. But anyway, even though I live here now and Walt Disney World is not just my passion, but so much a part of my personal and my business life, I I still haven't done or eaten it all. And I'll take bets that chances are you haven't either. Because even if you think you have seen and done it all, there are so many more experiences beyond what you can do in the parks and resorts than you might even imagine. Walt Disney World has always been known as the vacation kingdom of the world. And Disney's endeavored since the very beginning to really ensure that Walt Disney World was going to be a place that you would visit and revisit for years to come. And due to the blessing of size and water and land, they could offer more here than they ever could or ever will be able to out in Disneyland. So this week, we're going to explore things you can do beyond the parks. Think of them as the top 10 add-on experiences in Walt Disney World, things that will truly plus your vacation experience. And joining me is a man who for years has helped me plus your vacation. This is where Tim gets scared, but he has also been a true plus to my personal and business journey. He is, of course, little Timmy Bananas Foster from CelebrationsPress.com. Welcome back, my friend. You didn't insult me. I didn't. I, I, you know what? I wanted to be especially nice tonight for, I, I don't know why, but because you deserve I walk it. Around, I walk around now introducing myself to people as the poo to your ticker. <laughs> Listen, that's your own choice. That <laughs> That I, is... I, uh, that it's, is uh, own, your your own choice, but it's it's a conversation starter. I, I'm sure and it is. I, I'm sure when you're uh, when you're cruising chicks at Hunka Bunka Ballroom, yep. that that line goes over very well. That line well, so. kills. It kills. 
<laughs> so, but I am actually really excited by this. And look, I, to be clear, this topic was actually suggested by somebody else. Uh, this was actually what? suggested, it was, by Kendall Foreman of the WW Radio blog team, which is one of, among dozens of really good, interesting ones I've been receiving lately. Um, and if you, by the way, listener, if you have an idea, you can go and post it over on the WW Radio page on Facebook. I would love to hear it. I will add it to the list. And it'll keep Timmy Foster and I busy for hopefully years to come. But Tim, I want to know... From you, before we get started, because, again, we don't talk about these lists. We don't even talk about what, you know, the rules are. There ain't no rules. Right. (laughs) What did you think when I said and suggested add-on experience? Because I have a feeling, and I'm wondering just how much overlap we might have this time on this topic. Oh, none. Uh, Who did you say this was from? From who? This is from the the lovely uh, chief... Editor, editor of the WW Radio blog and amazing blog team, Kendall Foreman. Kendall, I apologize right now. <laughs> I am so, so sorry for what you're about to hear. That doesn't mean we shouldn't talk later about other stuff. But. Right. But listen, don't apologize. You can apologize at the end, but don't don't set the stage. Don't set the tone no, at the beginning by being apologetic. I'm apologizing for you. Oh, well. I'm going to be... Mine stuff's going to be gold. You, you will, as, 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 as they say in the United Kingdom, you'll be brill, I'm sure. Um, but, I, but I do. I want to know, know what you thought and what sort of what came to your mind first. All right. Well, let, let me – the only things you said to me were two words, add on. That's all you said. And I, ran, I, I just went with that. And I, I, will, I guess we'll full disclosure this one because you know, normally – as always, we don't talk about these beforehand, but we really went into this really not talking about this beforehand with well, the because, idea that we might come up with two <laughs> totally different interpretations of what add-ons mean. I thought it meant sprinkles on the kitchen sink is what I thought. So, And, and that's why I left it purposely vague I, I, because I wanted to hear – what your interpretation, you know, because look, when I first heard this, um, I, I this is actually going to be a very hard list for me. And I'll tell you why, because when I first heard add-on and I started thinking about what my interpretation of add-on experiences were, I thought I was going to have a list of maybe four or maybe five to round out what should be a 10-ish version. But I will tell you, as I started to just quickly jot down notes like 15 to 20 came ah, to mind <laughs> right away because i think yeah. what it shows tim is that there's so much more to do at walt disney world than what people think and what they find on their park maps well it also proves you totally went down a different path than i did i one one pod just one of these days you're going to start that sentence i had a really hard time with this list and it's going to end with because i could only come up with three i've done that before and i'll feel good because i know i finally got you this time but no once again i feel bad because i could only come up with 132 (laughs) well i think that i i think one time i have and and you know what i'm i'm going to challenge you you then i I will challenge you to come up with a top 10 idea that you, you will suggest to me 
and just uh-huh. say we're Monday night, whatever Sunday, we're gonna record it, and we'll we'll see you. I'll I, I I challenge you to challenge me to come up with a list that I cannot. And in the past, I have. I haven't. I don't always come up with so many, but this list actually excited me a lot because as a local, I will tell you a lot of these add-on experiences are things that. I and my family and I like to introduce friends to do because they are outside the normal quote unquote things to do on your your short Walt Disney World vacation sometimes. Well, as a Philadelphia kid who only gets down there once a year and only is there two days out of the parks and I can only do my five fast passes. I'm not going to know a thing about what you're talking about. So. I think you will. But so I listen because you are my friend, because you are my guest, and because you clearly have no idea. What if I wasn't no your idea, friend? What would happen? I would still let you go first because I, okay. I listen. My parents taught me to always be a gentleman, so I do the best well, that I can. That didn't take real well. For you. Clearly, but <laughs> go ahead. That being go ahead. said, I I do it as a courtesy, and because I'm also <laughs> insanely curious. As to the, what, listen, man, I, to get inside your head for five minutes like no, the Matrix, well, I, don't, I don't, don't. That's a place that I don't want to go. No, but I want to no. hear where add-on experiences in Walt Disney World took little Timmy Foster first. I want you to know I got a pool going with the family about how many times I'm going to get the Lou Mangiello. Uh, as I do this, as I go through here. So. <laughs> Uh, where, geez, where did it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't have anything on my list. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I'm going to cheat probably with this one because <laughs> I'm lumping a bunch together in different sections here. So the first one I'm going to go with are the attractions that aren't attractions. Drop the mic. I'm done. <laughs> okay. All right. Now we've. <clears throat> I, it was funny that as, as we went through this list, as I went through this list, I did realize we've talked about a lot of these before in different circumstances. And this first one we've talked about many times. <clears throat> and um, what I mean by attractions that aren't attractions are uh, things that we all love, associate with Walt Disney World, can't imagine visiting without it. But it's not on the attraction map. It's not on the fast pass list. I'm talking about taking that ride on the monorail, taking the ride on the launch boats, taking the ride on the friendship boats at World Showcase, um, uh, and not forgetting that they're attractions unto themselves, and we love them so much. And and again, and, and it's funny because we've we've talked about this so many times. I feel like I'm repeating something I've said a zillion times, and I really. Don't think I can go forever and ever because I've said so much about it before, as you have. But um, uh, that was the first thing when we mentioned add-ons because I'm thinking this is the itinerary of what I'm doing today. This is my list of fast passes. This is the rides. But these are the quote-unquote attractions that you do but you don't think of. And um, uh, uh, there you go. And, and a sunset cruise <laughs> on the Grand Floridian launch with the fireworks high <laughs> with your best friend. <clears throat> so wait a minute. I, I want to just – if I was to sort of – There's nothing – Outline this. So your first one is is what exactly? Go on a – take a ride on the monorail. 
that that's it. <laughs> well, you know, I listen. I'm happy you said that because what I've realized is that there will be zero overlap <laughs> between our lists. Um, and if I, if I do have any overlap, yeah, I might get more in in there. I uh, but okay. Well, you're warming up. That was just sort of the just that was your sort of first volley, just to sort of get the the ball rolling. But yeah. Okay. But that but that that falls in this category. Ill, this ill-defined category, right? Sure. So, so I, all right. So, I will tell you when I heard add-on experiences, I thought about things that I would do beyond. Look, the the, the average that the typical day is you're you're staying at a Walt Disney World Resort. You get to the parks. You do all the things on the map and on your spreadsheet. You watch the fireworks, you do whatever, and then you go back to your resort, right? That, that's sort of what the the average guest experience at Walt Disney World is. I thought about things that you can do above and beyond that, taking a day yeah. outside the parks, doing something yeah. different at your resort, something well, that was a little bit special, sort of an add-on experience that you can do one time and check it off your bucket list or it's something that maybe is a tradition and you love doing with no, your stop. child or with your spouse. Stop talking. I'm God, going to stop. You, you, stop talking. Not, Tim, this is a podcast. I need to. All right, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I understand that, that, <laughs> that dynamic, but you, you're knocking them all off my list. Actually, when you said this, um, I know I went monorail first. Which, which I, I'm going to say is a fantastic choice. I, I don't care what you say. And there's people cheering. I can hear them. They're cheering out there. Sure, going, absolutely. You're going, you go, little Timmy Fox. My f- first thought, though, when you, when you said add-on was um, – and I didn't get into it too much on the list because I couldn't think of too many examples. But uh, within a specific attraction, what you can do uh, differently, uh, extra, something you might not – realizes there like like I was thinking more specific to an attraction and add on to okay you know fill in the blank and whether it be and I'll get into I have some ideas along those lines but then I started realizing you were going to probably talk about you know things I don't want to mention but you know I'm well no I'm not going to steal any of yours Oh, I'm sure. Listen, based I'm on not, how I'm you started, sure. I'm I'm pretty much sure that you're not going to steal any of mine. I'm, yeah. I I I am pretty confident pretty, that the this um, is one list. I was fairly certain we were going to come <laughs> in with two totally different opposite, and your whole introductory monologue would obliterate every item on my list, which it pretty much did. But that's why. This okay. Is going all right. To so let's do this. I, I'm going to, no, um, go and I didn't really go in any kind of order. I just sort of you brain dumped um, <clears throat> some some thoughts and some notes, and then I tried to organize and somewhat categorize them. But let me. I'll start off with one that would almost pretty much guarantee is not on your list, but I think is indicative. And I'll give you time as I as I ramble babble on to update your list possibly Google. accordingly. Right. All um, right. So one of the things that I consider an add-on experience that I did relatively recently, and I'm trying to calculate based on the show number that I covered it, which was back on show 435. This is now show 480, so 60. So obviously more than a, a week or so ago. This is one of the things that I had never done before that I thought was a wonderful, um, elegant add-on 
to any guests, whether you are local or you are a first-timer or repeat visitors, any guests Walt Disney World experience, and it was <clears throat> Pinkies Up, Afternoon Tea at the Garden View Tea Room at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Because this, and this goes back on show 435, we did a live review of this with my friend Emma Godbold from the United Kingdom, and this was such a wonderful and, yes, delicious um, traditional afternoon tea in grand British style, and it was such a wonderful, elegant experience that allowed you to distance yourself from the chaos of standing in lines and fast passes and strollers and, and rushing from here to there. It was a, a slow, long, leisurely afternoon tea at the Garden View Tea Room. Uh, it was, I think, and I'm, I'm trying to remember, $35, $40 or so per person. There was a wide variety of international teas for you to choose from, as well as sandwiches and scones and pastries and clotted cream and all these other um, wonderful little delicacies. And Tim, I thought it was such a, a, a great add-on experience because I think it's something that you can do as a mother-daughter, a father-daughter, a family, as a couple. So there were people in there just doing it solo, just having a nice cup of afternoon tea. But it was a very leisurely, elegant experience. It was not a very high price point. It was something very much different and out of the ordinary. It gave you a reason and an excuse to go to, to the Grand Floridian. You got a great value. There was a ton of food. for the, There was actually food left over. So you know that the spoiler alert. Wow, 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 I know, wow, right? Wow. Um, but and, and it was one of my favorite experiences, sort of add-on experiences that I ever did in Walt Disney World. So afternoon tea at Disney's Grand Floridian, go back to show 435, we did we live reviewed it uh, back then, is one of my favorite add-on experiences at Walt Disney World. It sounds like a great place for a guy to take his best buddy. <clears throat> or I could even take you next time you come down. Nice. <laughs> Softball, man, sorry. <clears throat> you know what, Timmy Foster? I will you... take you yeah. to afternoon tea, you and right. I. No, you won't. Put on your Sunday clothes. There's lots of world out there. And we will start our journey at Afternoon Tea. Is that a song or something? I almost broke out in song. Do it. I almost old theater. You know, I was a theater major when I started in college. But I wouldn't know it because you (laughs) always pull this. You go, I was about to break out in song, but he didn't just. I I may or may not have performed in Hello, Dolly. But anyway, go ahead. All right. That was good. That was not on my list, but And that's why I did that first. I I know. Actually I thought you were going to the Bibbity Bobbity boutique for a brief second there. Which I will pay for if you do that. I've been to the Bibbity Bobbity Boutique. You yourself. I have been there. I've brought I brought my daughter. I mean (laughs) I brought brought my daughter to the I want I want to you to be I want to all right. I want you to be Jasmine. That's been my fantasy for years now. But you need to move forward quickly and, and get out of this. <laughs> Let's see. All right. How about how about play some games? That's my next one. Okay. So at the, particular at the Magic Kingdom and Epcot, and they, uh, 
Again, I feel like we've talked about these before. Now, I can't say I've personally done any of these, so I should take my own advice. Um, but beyond the attractions and the shows and the parades and the fireworks and all the wonderful things you can see, um, both of these parks in particular, for a while now, but um, some of these are more recent, have introduced uh, these interactive card games, more or less, um, scavenger hunt games. Uh, which you might, if you're not really up on everything that's going on at Walt Disney World and Magic Kingdom, you might not be aware that it's a thing. And you may be wondering why people are standing, staring at some strange corner of a building. And what's that funny noise that I just heard over on the other side of the Mitsukushi department store, that sort of thing. But, um, there are several games that you can play and, uh, while they're geared towards kids, it's um, I haven't done you. You and I should try just by ourselves, just to go see how much fun it is. But uh, it, it is a fun thing. You have Sorcerers of Magic Kingdom, the Phineas and Ferb Agent P's World Showcase Adventure, which um, can possible preface that. Never played that one either. And then you have the Pirates Adventures and the Treasures of the Seven Seas in Adventureland. Um, and again, they're they're not they're not something you would fast fast for get your itinerary or itinerary for. Not necessarily know they're there, but they're a lot of fun to do. Uh, even if you know, I haven't done one personally, but I've been with people who've done it and just see people who are doing it, see how much fun they're having. It's a great way for the kids to get into the trip, especially at Epcot and especially around World Showcase, where um, uh, much like Kidcot does it lets the children get immersed into uh, all the wonder of World Showcase and not just be dragged from pavilion to pavilion. It's something they can do and participate in. And it's a lot of fun. It takes a long time to do. There's lots of components to it, um, finding things, collecting things, scavenger hunts, all kinds of fun components to it. But again, it's above and beyond the norm that you might experience on your regular everyday family trip there. And if you have time, take a shot. Have some fun. And you and I should go on one together, even though you've probably done them all and you know where everything it is. It doesn't but. matter. I would do it again because I would do I, it with you. And that's that's I don't where all – That's the fun part. That's yeah. where all the fun uh, all the fun really comes in. And I think they're great uh, – and again, in seeing them, they're a great way to experience the parks in a different way, which we've talked about a lot uh, beyond the go to this attraction, this attraction. It's, it's a way to – see things in a different light so to speak so um okay. so there you go so yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna move relatively that, that quickly and good. that wasn't bad you're you're warming up i bad. i get it you're, right. you're you're getting your rhythm you're finding your cadence i'm going to again i'm, I'm sort of changing the order that i was going to do these because i want as you start to find your your rhythm i don't want to potentially take anything away but these are also things tim when i when i think about top 10 add-on experiences i think these are at least things that somebody sort of needs to try at least once i think some of these like the next one is almost a little bit of uh, a rite of passage for lack of a better word and, I, and i'm going to make this next one actually a little bit of an option for you because i think what you need to do is take in at least one of the Fort Wilderness nighttime entertainment and dining shows. 
Obviously, I mean the Hoop-dee-doo musical review and or Mickey's Backyard Barbecue. Now, I haven't done the Backyard Barbecue in eons, but Hoop-dee-doo, as fun and corny and campy as it is, I find myself probably going, even as a local now, once a year, whether it's with friends or family who are coming or just because... I really like the fried chicken and cornbread. Did I mention it's unlimited? Mm -hmm. I would invite you, listener, to go and listen to show number 376, which gives you the history of the Hoop-dee-doo musical review, and show number 362, where we talk about everything you need to know about Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort. We talk about the show a lot, but I also want to give you an alternative. If you've done Hoop-dee-doo before, and you're not, or maybe you, you've, you, this, this high spirited hoot nanny is not necessarily in your wheelhouse. I give you an alternative, which is Mickey's Backyard Barbecue Dinner Show, which is at the outdoor pavilion at Fort Wilderness. Now, this is a seasonal thing. It runs usually March through December because it actually does get a little cold sometimes in January and February. And by cold, I mean like 65 degrees. Um, this oh, is a, <laughs> this is a dinner show, but unlike Fort Wilderness, which is uh, for unlike Hoop-dee-doo, which is more of a scripted show and some interaction, there is a country western band. You can get up. There's line dancing. Some of the the cowboys do rope tricks. There's a. It's very very kid friendly. You can also get up and dance with a lot of uh, Disney characters. You can do a. Um, there's two different types of seatings. There's a category one, category two. Category two is a little bit less expensive. It's about $62 for adults and I think $35, $37 for kids. Category one is about $10, $15 more for adults and $10 more for kids. What this does is you actually get to get there an hour early. So you get early access to the pavilion. You get priority seating, which you get to closer to the stage and the experience. You get a special character greeting with Mickey and some of his friends. You also get this is this is why for me you get early access to the food and all right. the beverages and things like that. Um, this is a lot of fun. Again, I, I'm going to come back to Fort Wilderness later on in my list. But if you haven't done both or haven't done either, I think Hoop-dee-doo and or Backyard Barbecue at Fort Wilderness is a must do add on experience for everybody at least once in Walt Disney World. You're going to take me, right? I will take you. If there are Again. things on this list you haven't done before, Tim, I promise you that <laughs> I will take you. I've got a feeling everything you're going to say I haven't done. I am sensing a trend on our two lists here, though. So, if you've caught on yet. so Go ahead. Well, we'll see if you can figure this out. Okay. Sometimes you need an electron. Uh, I'm trying to figure out where <laughs> I'm going to go next. Time I, oh, I know where I'm going. Hey, since we're plugging shows and stuff. <laughs> uh, my next one is sort of along the same lines of playing the games that I mentioned, but um, these would be going on a scavenger hunt, but of your own making. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, not one, <clears throat> not the Sorcerers of Magic Kingdom, which is pre laid out for you and you have X to go and, and do whatever. Uh, but do your own scavenger hunts. And there's a lot of sources for this. You can do it many different ways. You can go on uh, Hidden Mickey Search, which is tons of fun 
specialty help with one of our favorite authors' books. Can I mention him? You can mention him. Lou Mangiello? That's the one. Oh, so, oh it's to Steve Barrett. Oh, yeah, sorry. Of course, Steve Barrett <laughs> and his wonderful books. And you can hunt for uh, Hidden Mickey's. Uh, take a walk down Main Street. Look at the cast member windows. There's lots of online resources and books that list them all and tell you the stories behind them. Try and find one. Try and find my brother's window. It's not really my brother, but it's the same name. My mom loves that window. Um, uh, where have I did it? Um, and you you can you can even make a game of making up your own scavenger hunts. Now, as long as we're plugging old shows and so forth, Mr. Mangello, I will say you could you could bring along your <clears throat> celebrations collection of magazines and go to the <laughs> mystery quests on the back page and find those mystery photos and those mystery symbols in each of the lands. Or if you happen to have an old 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 copy of the lost journals that has a scavenger hunt for each land but maybe blue Mangello, there's a new color edition in the future coming out what? sometime maybe could be stay tuned but <clears throat> but anyway again there's lots of resources to find these things or even find them for yourself go through a place see who can find you know the most the hidden details that you don't notice, a reference to someone's name, a symbol, something like that. Even hidden Mickey's, hidden Donald's, hidden Goofy's, anything you can find. Um, one of my favorite uh, things that we've done before, I believe you can still do this, Lou, but correct me if I'm wrong. In the Wilderness Lodge, um, it's filled with hidden Mickey's, and you can get a guide that will walk you through getting all of them, which I believe you can still get, Lou. Do you know about this? The hidden Is Mickey... The Hidden Mickey's Guide that you can ask for at the Wilderness Lodge desk. I believe it's still there. Still there, yes. I'm always always wondering if they finally don't give it to you. But even if they don't, you could certainly find one online. And I remember doing that many times with our daughter when she was young. And I get, just like Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom is such a great way to see the Magic Kingdom in a whole new light, doing the Wilderness Lodge Hidden, Hidden Mickey Tour is a great way to see the lodge in a whole different way instead of just walking from the elevator to the door to the restaurant to your room you get to actually explore it learn some stuff along the way um and that's just one specific example but you could do this in every park um hunt for anything you want uh you can, you make up your own games like look for things with certain colors certain names certain um words or whatever but um uh, but that, that's my next one. Make, make the add-on your own invention of a scavenger hunt of your own making. So I love that idea, and I am going to shamelessly plug, as a matter of fact, because I, too, plug, love, oh my, plug. I, I love scavenger hunts because yes. I love having things to do while you're in the park in between meals and, and obviously attractions as well. And I also, look, the, the reason why I've done this show for however 10 12 years whatever it is is because i want people to not only have a better vacation when they're there but i also want them to learn and i want them to find a lot of the details so members of the wdw radio nation who are bronze members and above get a monthly scavenger hunt in the parks usually with 40 to 50 or so different things to search for sometimes in lands sometimes in attractions sometimes in hotels um 
they range from someone, some that are a little easy, some that are a little bit more challenging. Sometimes it'll make you really have to search to try and find what this is and make the connection. But the purpose of the hunt is fun first, but you also experience and explore certain things that you probably have not done in the past and I think have an overall better vacation experience and then you can wow your friends next time they come to the parks with you to find out more end of plug visit www.radionation.com nice plug thank you very much I appreciate you setting that up uh, the softball up for me so all right, I am going to. Um, but, but don't forget to bring your celebrations magazine. Don't forget to bring your really celebrations cool. magazine too, because you need something to write um, your your scavenger hunt. <laughs> oh my god, You're killing me! If you don't have a clipboard, bring your celebrations magazine. <laughs> I kid because I love you, you know, know that. You know, I kid because I love. I, I, I had a feeling my mom didn't like you much before. She's definitely going to hate you now. <laughs> I love your mom. Oh, wait, wait, I like love you. your mom. Um, all right. So I also think in terms of top 10 experiences that you can add on to a vacation, uh, we have talked about these um, in lists before, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time. But I think if you have never done one before, you should pick one or more of the behind the scenes tours at Walt Disney World because I think Tim especially now there are such a wide variety of tours that will appeal to your interest to your age to your time to whatever it is that you want to do or places that you want to go my favorite and I haven't done this in probably 10 years I need to do it again is backstage magic um, that is a 7 hour tour inside not only all four theme parks, but you also go, spoiler alert, to places like Central Shops. You go to Wilderness Lodge. You go to the nursery. You go to the tree farm. You get a special little gift as well. But you really go behind the scenes, and not in a spoilery kind of way, but in a way that really makes you understand and appreciate not just the technology, but a little bit of the magic making that they do. So, for example, when you go to Main Street, you go to the Utilidors. When you go to Epcot, you don't just go to the American Adventure. You go behind and below the American Adventure. You find out what? about how Tower of Terror is done. You go to costuming over at the studios. You go and talk to some of the folks from Wild Africa Trek at Animal Kingdom. You go to Central Shops where you see and meet the craftspeople that do everything from tiny landscaping details to set and show pieces and creating animatronic figures. You go to and meet the horticulture experts. It is, without a doubt, it is the most in-depth, most enjoyable tour I have ever done. It is for guests. You do need to be uh, 16 or older because you don't want little kids sort of going backstage. Uh, it's about 250 or so per person. But again, lunch is included. It's all day long. Um, I highly, I have to do that again and do a full review. But just very quickly, maybe you don't want to do no something pictures. so long and in-depth. The Walt Disney Marceline to Magic Kingdom tour, I think that still is around $30, $35. Um, that takes you through uh, Magic Kingdom. You learn a lot about Walt. You learn about the World's Fair. Um, it's um, it's sort of a, a light version 
of the Keys to the Kingdom tour, which is sort of an all-day tour of Magic Kingdom. But there's also, if you are scuba certified, I have friends that do, as sort of a, a father-son trip, Dive Quest at... Um, at the Living Seas, there's a, a I think the behind the seeds tour is like twelve or fifteen dollars at the Land Pavilion. Dolphins in depth because fish are friends. Yes, they're food, but it's a it's a three hour tour, like on the minnow, where you really get to interact with the dolphins. You don't go underwater. It's a uh, it's like a waist deep type of experience. Um, this is about a. 30 a three hour tour i think with about 30 minutes or so in the water but you learn how the dolphins are trained you talk to the marine mammal specialists you learn about ocean life um and it's a, obviously a much different price point but if you go to um disneyworld.com and just search on behind the scenes tours or call 407 wdw tour i think tim Every guest at one point needs to do one of these add-on tours in Walt Disney World. Again, not as a spoiler, but I think they really do not just entertain and educate, but give you um, a little peek into how that magic is created. And with, with more of that understanding, I think comes greater appreciation. I love this. I'm making a list of everywhere you're going to take me. If you would come down here and get out of Golden Corral for five minutes, hey, I'll take you hey, to these places. Hey, they have a chocolate fountain. If you can beat that, then I'm... I can beat the chocolate fountain. Yeah? Yeah. All you right. give me 20 minutes at the boathouse, I'll knock your socks off. All right. I'm in. <clears throat> okay, my next one. I'm going to put like four of mine together here. That's fine. I, I want you to batch these. Because uh, that'll get me to four, and then I'll have one more to go, and I can go to bed. So, <laughs> Mind we, by, by the way, we're recording this at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, but go ahead. In, in uh, <laughs> January, too, by the way. Um, now, actually, the, the, I'm going to kind of put all these together. I was separating, but uh, like I said earlier, when you first said add-on, I went right to – attractions and what you can do at the attractions that are above and beyond what you normally would do. So I'm going to kind of put all these together. And um, starting with, uh, don't forget the interactive cues at many if, uh, of the headliner attractions. And um, a lot of, they're all very interesting and very fun in their own different ways, some of them, especially ones for the one for like the haunted mansion, is so spectacular. Even compared to the attraction itself, it's it's might as well be well. It is part of the attraction. And the thing you have to remember, though, is if you are on the uh, itinerary plan and trying to do get all your fast passes, and then some of these interactive queues you will skip over if you take the fast pass route. So you want to keep that in mind. Haunted Mansion being one of them. Um, if you want to get that fast pass lane, that's perfectly fine. But don't forget there is an interactive queue there. If you have time to come back later, go through it, experience it. Um, and it's not only there. Uh, Soren has an interactive game you can follow along with. Peter Pan has a really new – well, not so new anymore, but a, a really dazzling interactive queue, as does Winnie the Pooh. A lot of the things – and. Uh, Magic Kingdom um, now all have the interactive cues, and they're you know a lot of 
a lot of fun. Make sure you check them out. Um, along the same lines, we've talked about this a lot. Um, the post shows in a lot of the attractions, especially at Epcot, don't skip over those either. Explore the pavilions, especially the seas, uh, Spaceship Earth, uh, and Mission Space, and that sort of thing. And there's lots of fun things to do there that most people skip over on their way to get to the next attraction. Um, something we've talked about before many times is try something that you haven't done before, something that you normally skip over, whether it's the speedway. You don't go on because it's that's just for little kids or Enchanted Tales with Belle because ah, that's for little kids. Check them out. You'll probably find this ends up being one of your favorite attractions of all time. Uh, take in a show you might not ordinarily watch because you're trying to get to all the attractions, whether it's Festival of the Lion King or Finding Nemo or Beauty and the Beast. Um, and finally, the fourth one I'm cramming in here is just changing the experience of the attraction itself in your own way of doing it. Like I've, I've joked about on Spaceship Earth, like picking a different language so you don't know what's going on and you are randomly pushing buttons so you're video experience at the end is not the same one you always see because you always make the same selections, um, that sort of thing. Uh, if you always ride in the front of the car, try riding in the back. Go at night. If you never, like if you're always jungle cruising during the day, go at night. We've talked about that a million times. That's a great way to experience interaction in a whole new way. Um, even in Mission Space, if <laughs> I would say if you're a green team person, go on the orange team, whatever that scary one is. Uh, if that's not your bag and it's not mine, but at least be the captain instead of the engineer like I always am. Like, uh, take a different seat, push different buttons, do something else, and maybe it won't crash the spaceship like I always do. But whenever you can, if you have an opportunity, if you're a frequent visitor and you're always doing the same thing, you always ride the same way, you always do the attractions in this order, change it up a little bit, do it different, and just a little change might make you see it in a whole different way. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to uh, I'm going to go in somewhat no of a comment. You're just going to go on. I'm your just next. not a, listen because I I have a lot to cram in. So I'm I listen. What? I'm less fluff, more stuff. That's hey. the that's the hashtag I'm going to use for this show. Less fluff, more stuff because I do have a lot to get to. Because uh, Tim, I, I I a lot of the things on the list are things that I have personally done or still want to do because. I think a lot of guests and a lot of visitors may not know they even exist or that the opportunities are out there. So I, like you, am going to batch a number of them under a single umbrella because I think you need to get on and or in the water. And back on show oh, 331, I talked about some oh, of the, the best of the best ways to enjoy Disney on the water. And I think there's a lot more here than people might understand. One of the things that I have done, which I think is a great experience, especially if you want to do something special for Father's Day, you want to give something special to your husband, you want to, if your husband's not a Disney guy, he doesn't want to come here, but he loves fishing and boating, take him on a fishing excursion. Um, and I'm going to link in the show notes to a lot of videos or shows that I reference. I did a video about some of the fishing excursions that you can do from some of the different resorts. You can take a fireworks cruise, 
a relatively new thing is to get in an amphicar or the Venezia. The Venezia is beautiful over at the boathouse. I've done them both. They are fun. I'm going to do something special with the Venezia soon. I have an idea. I've done the water. Well, I think they're I think they're now called water mice, water mouses, water mice, um, or or sea racers, the little two person boats. I'll post a video to that. Uh, I think they're called Sea Racers now. It's like a little mini speedboat that you can take out on uh, Seven Seas Lagoon. You can do a Boston Whaler. You can do a pontoon boat. You can really live large like Timmy Foster and go out on the Grand One, which is a 52-foot Sea Ray bridge yacht with you and 18 friends. You could do private dining. There's butler service, obviously an additional cost. Uh, you can do surf lessons. I did this one too. What? <laughs> I've done this back in 2005. Um, some folks on the blog asked readers to vote on an activity that I needed to try once at Walt Disney World. Uh, surfing ran away as much as I tried to pad the votes. Surfing uh, won uh, handily and on a very Early July morning at 5.30 a.m., I arrived at Typhoon Lagoon as darkness blanketed the parking lot. Me and a few other surfing students uh, gathered by Typhoon Lagoon went over to the wave pool and were taught, not that I necessarily learned, although I, well, maybe I did or did not get up once, but I went surfing at Typhoon Lagoon, which was a really neat um, experience. I think and it maxes out at maybe 20 or so people on there, and they spend a lot of time with you teaching you how to do it. But getting to surf in the giant wave pool and get lessons from some of these guys was a total blast. I almost don't want to link up to the video because I look like a beach whale trying to get up on the surfboard. However, um, it was a lot. Oh my God, I'm watching this right now. (laughs) No, no, look away, your eyes, man. But there are so many What happened to your bathing suit? (laughs) Stop it. <laughs> there are so many ways to enjoy the water at World, Walt Disney World. Look, some of them are as simple as free by taking the ferry or by taking some of the, the water taxis on, on uh, uh, you know, going from Disney Springs over to Port Orleans. But being able to rent some of and it's like some of the boats are like $30 for a half hour, $40 for a half hour. But take your family out on a pontoon boat and, you know, just sort of tool around and go by the Contemporary and go by some of the other places, uh, Fort Wilderness. It's a really nice way to see Walt Disney World in a very different type of way. You can also obviously do a fireworks cruise as well, which I think is something that everybody should try once. So I'm going to refer you to show number 331. We talked about some of the best ways to enjoy Disney on and in the water, but I think taking yourself out or being taken out and treating yourself to one of these cruises or look, you know, laugh at me as you might, learning how to surf and an empty Typhoon Lagoon was a blast and was one of my favorite unique experiences at Walt Disney World. So I would absolutely suggest trying to do it um, at least once. And I think that's for, I think, I think the surf lessons, I think maybe you have to be 12, 15. I mean, you don't have to be, you know, maybe it's 16 is the, uh, is the, but it's a small group and it's a lot of fun. So if you embarrass yourself like me, other than having a person with a camera there, the only 20 other people can see it. I'll make you a deal. 
you can you can not take me yeah. to any of the <laughs> other places on this list. Just take me to that one. Oh, by the way, the minimum age is eight. I just tell you, I just, I just look. The minimum age is eight, and the search I class runs. I qualify, about- so I can go, and I, I need to, I need to. The world needs to see this. I may or may not forget to put the link to, to my private surf lesson. I think in, you, uh, well, you can still edit this show, I guess. But I don't edit. It goes I, out just the I, way we record well, it. I, are we live? We're, keep going, man. This is, I got lots more to, to cover. You said and, this was January. Um, I only got one more because that's five. Because <laughs> five, five is ten, right? Right. Keep going. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> all right. My last one is go with me here. There you go. Not a boy. My friends. Um, no, my my. Above and beyond add-on to your Disney vacation is to create your own traditions. And that can take on many forms. Um, But whatever it is that you can make your trip uniquely yours will make it, by definition, something you'll never forget. And this is above and beyond anything Disney can do because this is something you're doing yourself. And you're creating your own magic. It could be many things. You you could if you're like scrapbooking, um, make a scrapbook of your trip. And there's so many resources online to see how other people have done it. Ideas you can use. It can be as simple as taking a photograph in the same place every year. And Lou Mangiel, I remember. I still remember a little picture of. I don't know how old you were. Three, four, five years old. Sitting on Main Street, USA. That, that, I was three. That was in right. November of '71. I remember that, and and the, right next to it, the picture of you at the time, very buff, very handsome. <laughs> at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I, I don't know for uh, of, uh, all you celebrations fan out there, fans of the kids' corner section know very well. Meredith from the Ask Meredith column, and they have a tradition of, I don't know if she even still does this because I think she's 25 now, but um, uh, they had a family tradition where she would take, uh, they would go every Christmas and she would take pictures with each one of the Santas uh, in World Showcase every year. So uh, as you assemble these year after year, you see, not only you see your child growing up or your family growing uh, older, wiser, skinnier but uh it brings back the memories of those uh specific times as well so it's it's a great way not only to record your memories of your disney vacation but memories of your family's vacation and um you can do disney does offer their own uh photo um things you can do memory maker photo pass i didn't want to call it photo opportunistic things you can take advantage of um more so than were ever available before so uh you you can amend your own photos you're taking of yourself holding up spaceship earth but get all those shots of you uh, screaming down splash mountain and, and all those sorts of things um those can all be added to your scrapbooks um I can't see how you can possibly plug a show here. I know you will, but I'm going to plug (laughs) 
the guide to the magic for kids is a wonderful way to take memories of your family vacation where you can record uh, you know where you've been where you ate what you thought of everything collect stickers collect autographs and everything like that um any kind of journal you can do while you're on your trip is also a great way to make a remembrance of your trip and all these things just are ways for your family to create your own special set of memories and your traditions again they can range from scrapbook booking to just taking a simple picture to to anything you can imagine as long as it's uniquely yours and that will add on to your disney vacation in a way that nobody else can do that was wonderful and i love it and now i invite you to sit back no don't sit back relax as i go through the rest of my list have you come on to what the difference is between our list yet i have um <laughs> I, I do. I I think we we interpret it somewhat differently, which is fine. Which it it gives a nice balance of different ways. So if you want to articulate for the listener the uh, the differences in our list, which is going to become I think even much more pronounced as I go through the rest of mine. Well, you know, I I, I think this is going to be funny because I think your answer is different from mine. Is your is are we going to say that I was prepared and you weren't? <laughs> No, that's always the case with each. Show. That's that's not that's nothing new. I kid you because I love you. No, you don't. Uh, mine were free. I, I and that's what I was seeing was that your yours and and I do have some on here that are free. Um, but I did you know when I thought of add-on things and some of them and yes, yeah, some of them are free. I mean, some of them you can certainly make to be free, and one of them I'll, I'll certainly get into. Um, but I also did want well, to. I, 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 I should back off on that. They're free, but sort of. Uh, Guide to the Magic is nineteen ninety-five plus shipping. I just wanted to throw that out. So. <laughs> Which is cheaper than going on the Grand One, but equally as enjoyable. Yes, and that? much more, much more rewarding. All right, I, I will go through my list relatively quickly Great because thing. there are a lot. Because I, I want this not to be super in depth, but as more of an introduction. So again. Things to add on to your experience to make your Walt Disney World vacation more memorable, more magical, whatever it might be. I think you should treat yourself and or someone else with you to a spa day. I I think going to and taking advantage of some of the spas at Walt Disney World is uh, something that everybody should do once. The the two sort of big spas is the Senses Spa over at um, the Disney's Grand Floridian Resort where um, there is everything from aromatherapy and facials and massage and all the things and sort of the the nails and body therapy and and spa packages. The thing that that maybe you, if you've been to that spa before, maybe you didn't know, because I think a lot of people don't go to these resorts, although you and I are are fans of them, over at the Walt Disney World Dolphin, the Mandara Spa is a beautiful luxurious, incredibly well-themed spa and salon. It's sort of a a Balinese-themed spa that uh, if you've ever been there before, from the second you walk in, they have this uh, meditation garden. They have a tea garden that you can get all these like wonderful little refreshments. And then when you get into the spa, they have almost these themed spa journeys like an Asian journey there's a Balinese massage there's a 
coffee body polish. And I, I've never done that before. An Asian bathing ritual. There's a complete Asian journey that takes you through a lot of these different things. Obviously, different types of massages. There's there's Mediterranean treatments. There's New World treatments. I, I'll, I'll link to the page where you can find out more. And something else to consider as well is if you are going with your significant other, your loved one, somebody that you would like to be your significant other or loved one. I've never done this before, but the only thing better than spying alone is spying with, you know, you can do a, a couple's massage. You can do a couple's treatment, both at senses and over at Mandara spa as well. If you call 407 WDW spas, or just look on the, um, the website, and do a search for spas. Uh, but I will tell you, I've been to both and I have been to the Mandara Spa and it's a very, very relaxing, very unique, uh, often relatively easy to get into because again, unless there's a convention going on, people don't think about the dolphin, but it is a very unique, uh, wonderful, indulgent type of spa experience over at Mandara. Um, Was that is there an invitation in there somewhere? Uh, not to you, no. No, you right. can you I, you and I spying together is not a, a road I want to go down. Um, All right. I also think, and I think this is one that is, uh, and I have to do this so I can talk more about it in depth. A lot of people want to be Imagineers. They want to talk to Imagineers. They want to learn how this all works. Well, you have the opportunity as an add-on experience to dine with an Imagineer over at the Bamboo Room at one of my favorite restaurants, the Hollywood Brown Derby, uh, where you can dine with an Imagineer. I believe you do need to be 16 year old, 16 years of age or older, but it gives you an opportunity, again, in a, uh, a small group to sit down and have lunch with an Imagineer and not just hear them give a presentation during your four-course meal, but you have an opportunity to really get a chance to chat with them, uh, learn more about their journey, um, uh, find out, uh, get your individual questions answered. I also believe they have, a, a, I think the, the lunch is a brown derby, and I think they have an evening dining with an Imagineer over at um, Citrico's at, Grand Floridian as well. I've talked to a lot of people who have done this before. The Imagineers are always changing. You don't know who you're going to get, but they have really raved, raved, raved about that experience. Can I go? That you can go to. Thank you. You fly, you buy, and we'll go together. Nah, nah come on. Uh, listen, stop. Um, stop. I think you're going to like this one, Tim, because... I've loved everyone you've said so far. Oh, so. thank you. Um, thank you. Unlike Jerry Seinfeld, who, because of his puffy shirt, didn't want to be a pirate, you, uh, uh, my uh, friend, you can be a pirate in Walt Disney World. Go with me here. Those of you who are shaking your head like Mangello, you sound like Timmy Foster. When I say that you can become a pirate and have a pirate experience, there are tons of different ways that you and, more importantly, your kids can become pirates at Walt Disney World. I can – look – I can talk the talk because I walk the walk. I did the Pirates League in the Magic Kingdom uh, back in 2012. There's a video about that, too. I'll probably link that one in the oh, show notes. Let me find that. Hold on. But now there are packages at the Pirates League 
near Pirates of the Caribbean in Adventureland, where you can go through this this little hidden portal into a treasure room. You get your pirate portrait taken. You get your pirate name, and then you are made up like a pirate. They have a first mate package. They have an empress package for girls. They have a Jake and Neverland pirates package for some of the the young buccaneers. Uh, they now have a mermaid package for mermaids and merman Mer- if you merman, are a merman. <laughs> merman um you can also get That's costumes there as well here's my tip buy your costume early like from disney store or wherever bring it with you get your kid dressed up in the morning bang then surprise them with the pirates league or like i did it with my son it was a really neat you know father son bonding type experience and Look, you're in Disney World. It's the only opportunity you're ever going to get a chance to do that. You can also do a Pirate and Pal Firework Voyage from uh, the Contemporary Resort, which I did a couple of years ago. This was a lot of fun. I did it with my friends. You go before you depart. You have some pirate grub and grog or whatever they call it uh, before you go out on the Seven Seas Lagoon. They play trivia games. There's songs. You can see wishes. Um, you on the way back, your your pirate host tells you all kinds of stories about Peter Pan. There's more trivia questions. There's prizes, and then you never know who you might meet. Uh, I think this runs about sixty five dollars for adults, about forty dollars for kids, um, and there's also pirate adventures for the kids to do on their own, these sort of grand pirate adventures. And there's four different ones. There's a pirate adventure from uh, the Grand Floridian. There's an Islands of the Caribbean pirate cruise from Caribbean Beach. The Albatross, say this, Albatross Treasure Cruise from Yacht and Beach Club. And the Bayou Pirate Adventure as you sail down the Sasagula from uh, Port Orleans, Riverside. These run about $35, $40. They're for kids ages 4 to 12. They tell you stories. You seek out buried treasure. They get all kinds of little add-on stuff. They run for about two hours from about 9.30 to 11.30. They are resort-based. They are a lot of fun. I know a lot of kids who have done this, and the kids love it. The parents have love it as well, and it gives everybody a chance to be a big and or little pirate and or mermaid or merman. 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 Uh, there's a, the, uh, may I mention, there's a wonderful article on the Pirates and Pals Adventure Cruise in the latest issue of Celebrations Magazine. Just saying. Don't you feel dirty just plugging so much in such a short nope. period? Of time? <laughs> nope. I'm learning from the best. All right. A couple other quick ones. Um Wait, tell me a pirate joke. Tell you a pirate joke? Yeah. I can't because the only ones I know are the same ones that everybody has heard from the every bus driver and and my pirate jokes are awful. I, they're supposed to be. I Give know. me one. Don't be I shy. I'll, I'll come back to that. Um, ah. I feel that I have I have done myself and you a a massive Tremendous disservice because I haven't yeah. talked about food in like 18 minutes. So are you kidding me? I haven't. So as long as we're talking about food and fun and fireworks, I think a neat add-on experience is the fireworks dessert party over in Magic Kingdom at the Tomorrowland Terrace, with which is um, which has a beautiful viewing area of Cinderella Castle. 
for $35, I think, for kids, and I think it's $55 for adults. Um, there are snacks and treats and desserts and buffet and beverages over in Tomorrowland. It is a nice little way to escape the crowds a little bit, get a little bit of a special sweet treat and a snack and watch wishes sort of from a, uh, a unique vantage point and with snacks. Can't do better than that. Uh, and do- by the way, in the upcoming issue of... Stop it. Just now, just stop. No, really. Fireworks Cruises isn't going to be in our next issue. Well, if you have all these things in Celebrations Magazine, how come none of them were on your list? <laughs> I went for free. Moving you on. for the sky's the limit. That's Listen. And food. And this and whole, I didn't talk about food for a while. You, you broke a record tonight, my friend. I am going to also, and I'm going to take you back. <laughs> Um, to a place that I, I really loved him. And like I said, back on show 362, I, I talked about a lot of the reasons why. So many people, I think, that stay and play at Walt Disney World, even if you're staying on property, you often don't go and visit other resorts for one reason or other. I think Fort Wilderness is a destination in and of itself. And I think there are a lot of ways to... Look, I think going to explore... The Tri-Circle D Ranch, which you can do for free. You can go explore for free. Ah, But but we're talking about an add-on experience. I think what you really have an opportunity to do here are a lot of different other recreational activities over and above. And especially if you like horses or you've always wanted to ride a horse, they have everything from... Trail rides, I think you have to be eight or nine years old, uh, which is a guided trail ride through um, sort of a a very wooded area of the resort. There are hay rides that they do um, throughout the year, weather permitting, in the evenings. There are pony rides for little kids. There's a carriage ride. So, again, you want to take – you want to do it as – I've done it as a family. You can do it as a a couple. It's about a half-hour ride through Fort or uh, Fort Wilderness or Port Orleans. So you can do you can fit you can fit four adults or two adults and maybe three smaller children and they run from about six o'clock at night till about nine, ten o'clock at night. You could also do wagon rides and get a really nice little forty five minute very scenic tour around Fort Wilderness. You can do those on your own and they also have a group rag say it again group wagon rides uh, that you can do in small groups. But again, a unique way to see the resort, a way for you to... uh, Look, I did this once before. I didn't take a video of it, but um, I went horseback riding at Fort Wilderness. And what's (laughs) nice, Tim, is they have opportunities, whether you are a beginner or an expert, to ride a horse or learn how to ride. And I loved it. My only suggestion is... I think it's best experienced in the spring or the fall when it's – I don't think the, the horseback <laughs> riding in the middle of August at 12 noon is probably your ideal time of day and year to do it. But I have done the horseback riding. I've done the hay rides. I've done the carriage rides. I used to love when they had the Legend of Sleepy Hollow ride carriage rides 
that I did once on Halloween, which was a ton of fun. I think they're bringing those back again this year. Mm. But horseback riding, carriage rides, pony rides, hay rides, trail rides, even just going to explore the ranch at Fort Wilderness is an add-on experience. I think, ev- And the easiest way to get there, just take uh, one of the ferries from Transportation and Ticket Center or Magic Kingdom. True. You've done none of those, have you? Now, you know what I've done? I, I've done the uh, – uh, I'm not sure what the exact name is. The Holiday Carriage Ride at Fort Wilderness, which I don't think you mentioned. I thought you were going to say that they made you get on one of those little hobby horses at uh, no. Whispering Canyon and run around. Well, they, well yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Because I've done that too. Uh, and and I think there's we, video of that that will never – like the grease tape will never see the of, light of uh, day. You can sing I'm a Little Teapot in front of – the world done at it. Whispering Canyon. I've also done it at at fifties prime time. I know you how you. I've seen you break <laughs> out in the middle of Main Street and just sing it a cappella. And I'm just picturing, <laughs> I'm just picturing Lou Mangello on his little burrow, clip clopping with this Western meat. I just had that vision. I owned it. I'm gonna mock that up because. That's that fun. needs to be seen, even if it never happened. All right, I want to share one more with you, one more uh, ish with you, because I've done this and I've loved it, wait, and I've Surrey done. Surrey bike rides around the boardwalk. You reminded me of that. All right, go ahead. Surrey bike rides. See now, why didn't you add that to your list? I did, I forgot. Ah, uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> I have done. I've done a full <laughs> review of this. Haven't met. I thought of a million while you were talking about it, but this well, that's why I did it the way I did it because I was trying to give you time to to think. But that's okay. Don't don't sweat it, Timmy Foster. Um, one of the things that I did, I think back in 2011 was the first time I did it when they first um, when they first brought it on. And Tim, something I have come to love and recommend very highly is the Wild Africa Trek. At Disney's Animal Kingdom, mm-hmm. uh, back on show number two hundred six, I did a review of this three-hour, incredibly immersive tour. And yes, there's food there as well. It runs about one hundred eighty-nine to two hundred and forty dollars, depending on the time of year. But I will tell you, this is if you love Kilimanjaro safaris, if you love animals, this is uh, a, a guided expedition for lack of a better word that is not just you getting into an open air vehicle and being taken through you walk and wander through and up and over the savannas you not only learn a lot but you get to cross a rope bridge you ride in a very different type of vehicle and get much closer to the giraffes and the crocodiles and the and the hippos and and whatnot and then you also get an opportunity to experience the savannah from a vantage point that guests who just take the safari do not get to do. And yes, there is a, there's gourmet food, African-inspired treats at the end as well. But I loved it so much. I've done it two or three times so far. And I really, really like and recommend Wild Africa Trek very, very, very highly. I can't wait for you to take me on that. 
I'm also going to link in the show notes, not just to my review, but one of our bloggers, Kristen Furman Simmons, does does a um, an a really nice article giving you eight reasons why you need to do the Wild Africa Trek. She did as well, separate and apart from me, and I won't spoil it for you, but she really goes through some very compelling reasons why you need to go and do Wild Africa Trek, and I will link that up in the show notes. All right, I know we're going long, Tim, and the reason why it went long... Wait, you have something else? I had one more. Oh, okay. I'll make this real quick. Please do. I'll make this real quick. Uh... Hold on, I got tangled up here. This this is uh, special occasions. If you have one, uh, celebrate it. Um, this could be a great add-on to your trip, um, whether it's your – most likely it's your birthday. But it could be anything. You, you got married. You're proposing. It's an anniversary. It's a family reunion. Um, most people surely know about the buttons and the normal things you can do. But if you ask, ask when you're making your reservations, ask the cast member on the phone, ask your travel agent, um, tell them what you have going on and ask what else can we do? And you'll be surprised. There are so many above and beyond things that you don't even think are possible or that are even on the menu, so to speak, that Disney offers you. Um, Like, you know, if you're proposing, Instead of just doing it in front of the castle, which is wonderful, like everybody else, uh, if you arrange ahead of time, you can arrange a private diving, a dining session with glass slippers delivered to the table and, and all sorts of stuff. So if you have a special occasion that you're celebrating with your family um, and you want to make it above and beyond and an add-on to all the wonderfulness that you're going to experience, ask about it when you're making your reservations with whoever you're making them through, and they might be able to add a little or a lot of extra magic that you didn't even know was possible. So that was my one. I like it. I like yes. it. Something so, you said reminded me of that. So I thought well, look, and the reason why this, this <laughs> went long and the reason why I wanted to do this is, look, we only covered 10, 12, 15, however many we did. But as I was doing my research just to see, there were, I came across at least 50 or so different types of add-on experiences. And what I like about these, Tim, is, look, they, they all offer a different entry point into doing something different. So if you are a foodie, you can learn how to do cake decorating at the patisserie in Disney Springs. You can dine with an animal specialist. You can dine with an Imagineer. You can do a special chef's wine tasting dinner at Flying Fish. You can do a highway in the sky dine around experience near Magic Kingdom. You can do the, the senses of Africa at Animal Kingdom Lodge. If you're a dessert guy or gal, there's fairy tale wishes, a sparkling dessert party, Tiana's riverboat party, celebration at the top. There's at least 25 different add-on experiences that are food related, and I'm waving my hands like excitedly, like I need to do any and all of these. If you are an animal or a nature lover, you can dine with an animal specialist. You can do a, an evening safari experience when you savor the savanna. You can do the Wanyama Safari over at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Look, if you are staying at uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, 
you and then you need to be staying at the lodge or the villas, you can do a night safari that is exclusive to guests who are staying there. I think it's sixty, seventy dollars. They go out in an open air vehicle. They give you the night vision goggles. Like that is a really, really neat way to see not just the animals, but sort of a, a peek at the inner workings of the hotels. What happens after the sun goes down uh, out on the savannah? You want to go backstage? There's backstage tales. There's dining with an animal specialist. There's uh, There are a million different sort of special access backstage tours that are available as well, ranging from, um, you know, kids as young as I think maybe eight years old for some of them. They'll take you behind the scenes at Flower and Garden Festival. Those are ones for preschoolers and kids. Um, I know there's one, I think, I know this year, there's like a fun for kids tour at Flower and Garden Festival. There's Starlight Safaris, Undiscovered Future World. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And I'll put a link to Disney's website where you can see some of the special events and some of the special tours that are available. And yes, a lot of them are free. There's a bunch of them that are free too. You know what? I am going to shamelessly plug. I don't care. If you check out my 102 Ways to Save Money for and at Walt Disney World book, I give you not one, not two, but 40 free things to see, do, eat, explore, and enjoy in Walt Disney World. Take that, Timmy Foster. That's all I got. <laughs> so my question to you. I have a book, too. Ah, whatever. My whatever. question to you. <laughs> you, my friend, the listener, is what is your favorite add-on experience? Or if you could do only one, what would it be? Maybe you haven't done one before that you really want to do. What is that special add-on experience that you might want to? And look, you know what? Who knows? Maybe if you post your answer to your favorite experience or the favorite one you want to do in the show notes at www.radio.com or the Facebook page at facebook.com slash www.radio, maybe I'll go through the answers, which I do anyway, um, and I'll select somebody to do one of these experiences with me and on me in Walt Disney World someday. Uh, What? Yes. I think that's what I'm going to do. I will I will select somebody's answer about one of these add-on experiences that they want to do in Walt Disney World if they post it in the show notes, which actually um, corresponds to the, the Facebook page as well. So whatever place you leave it, I will tell me what you want to do and why you want to do it. And I'm going to pick somebody to do one of those experiences with me. I, I will I will treat you to it together. We will do it in Walt Disney World. I didn't even think about that before I just said it. God only knows what I'm getting myself into, but that's what I want to do. Because I want to make make somebody have this experience, and we might as well do it together. That's beautiful. I'm excited and and frightened all at the same time. No, I just feel like all my invitations just got ripped up and thrown out the window. No, no, no. Listen, you and I, we still have our special cuddle time. Have a good time. I hope you enjoy yourself. (laughs) Oh, you're jealous. You're so cute. I'm jealous. I'm mad. I'm crying. (laughs) I'm hurt. uh, I promise you, Timmy Foster, the next time you come down, we're going to do... 
all those things that we said that we were going to do and go all those places and try all those things. But I want the listener who has one of these things that he or she would really like to do convince me compel me i will i don't even know what the parameters are for how and when i'm going to choose it but i will choose somebody through the answers on facebook and i will pick somebody and i will treat them and he or she and i will do one of these add-on experiences together that's a bold statement (laughs) i know (laughs) you know you know everyone is going to ask to go surfing. Surfing might be out. <laughs> Everybody, please write in. No, I please. You don't want to see me in a bathing suit again. No, 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 you do. Trust me. <laughs> Listen, there's a lot of other fun things that we can do together. We can do the magic behind the steam trains tour. Oh, that's you can look in a book for that stuff. Backstage this, magic. This, this, this. This this is the moment you need. Well, Surfing with the Lou sense Hunt. of Africa at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Oh, I'm animals! Something, Forget that. Hello, something food related. Yahtzee. Yahtzee. We could we could we if Yahtzee what? is what. <laughs> and look, if you tell me, yeah. you know what, Mangello, I want to do oh, a Jico wine tasting. I want to do a food. You know, I'm in. And even if it's something that I've done before, if it's afternoon tea, I will I will put on my Sunday clothes and we will have tea together. Wait, can I uh, pick the winner? No, there, uh, I <laughs> fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> you fool me twice, shame on me. Um, but yeah, that's what we'll do. You, prom- you promised to take me surfing, though. I will, unless. Unlike what you said earlier, you're going to edit that out of the show. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about surfing again. It's, wow. it's a, let me just tell you, it's a lot yeah. harder than it looks on Baywatch. I can, I want to <laughs> so. see. I believe you. Don't watch the video, please. Don't watch. Listen, the fact that, the e- that me dressed as an Ewok is less embarrassing than me trying to what? surf speaks volumes. Oh, I've seen you try and walk down Main Street with a churro in your hand. Listen, what I'm hoping, Tim, why can't you just choose like the the Chippendale campfire? Because we can do that together. We can roast schmoes. It's a sing-along and it's free. No, I have a feeling that's not what somebody's going to choose. You're going surfing. There's no, there's no, there's no way out of this. Did I mention characters you might, in flight? You might want to thought that through. <laughs> Did I mention that characters in flight? Listen, I get to choose the winner, and I will tell you, it probably is not going to be surfing. Now, I, I think we need to set us up a criteria no. on how you also <laughs> pick the winner because you're going to pick what you wanted. Exactly. And I'm well, see, also that, going to pick, compare right. based is, on how this, compelling the argument is as to why we should do it together and what this person wants to do. Because I live in Kansas. I lived in Kansas my whole Tear life. Tear at I, my heartstrings. I don't know what water looks like. Just for once, I want to smell, I want to feel the salt air in my face. Listen, I want to enjoy what it feels like you to also be an know. islander. I will the never get to the fastest way to lose heart is through his stomach. So. <laughs> I'm going to get you a banana split when I'm done. <laughs> no, four because you'll. No, yeah. 
Well, I can't win anyway, so what's the point? You cannot win um, in, in just in general and, and this contest, but we wow. will still do some of these things together. And I will also, of course, Timmy Foster, point everybody over to celebrationspress.com and all the goodness and the goodies that you've got going on over there. We have stuff, too, you know. You <laughs> Wow, what a, it's, we have stuff, too. Is that your tagline? Is that what you put on T-shirts? Celebrations Magazine. We've got stuff We've got too. Stuff too. Now, can I tell you what's coming up? Our new issue's coming up. Actually, it's printing right now. But don't forget, we have Disney After Dark book, our Christmas book. When you Howl- say it's printing right now, like, do you have the little Canon uh, like inkjet inside? You're printing out issues as you speak. It's more of a colored pencil and color in the line kind of thing. Do you know? Do you know that the first book I ever wrote, I literally printed out at home and spiral bound in in my basement. I- I have a spiral machine in my basement. No, it was. I do. You know, do you know what it For was called? Egg? Do you know what the first huh? book that I ever published was? Yes. What? How to be a DJ. Yeah. Wow. It was the DJ handbook. Very See? good. See. Do you have a copy? You think, you think, oh, do I have a copy? It's right by my bed. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I will never. That's why people need to see you surfing. Because <laughs> you don't want to see me DJing, trust me. And you don't want to see me in the grease tape and certainly not belting out show tunes at, when I was in Hello, Dolly. Not only in the upcoming issue are we going to have features on the fireworks cruise and some other stuff that I can't remember. But there's going to be – f- I feel a full pictorial of – Lou surfing, Lou DJing, Lou swimming. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. You listen, I I still have my Cavaricis hey, and my Michael Jackson internet. jacket and my hypercolor T-shirt. Like I'm ready to go for when those. I. Anybody know what my Capizios are? This one? No. All right, good. I'm ready. I, I'm good. I'm good to go. I feel this is going to be one of our most popular issues. Yeah, I, I have this. Well. Listen, if anybody is still listening this far in, it, it, yeah, I'll be very I, curious I, I to see as to what the uh, what the answers are on Facebook in terms of add-on experiences that they would like to do together with me. And little Timmy Foster, uh, thanks to so many people who have suggested uh, some additional top 10 ideas, and I invite you, the listener, to submit yours as well. Uh, Facebook is a great place to do it over at the Facebook page at facebook.com slash Radio, uh, We have so much more to do and enjoy and eat and explore. And you know what? Look, at the end of the day, man, it's about having fun. And, and I love laughing with you. And um, and we do, hopefully, hopefully there was some inf- insightful uh, information here as well. But it's no, always a lot was, of fun. That, and, was a, uh, that was a train wreck. Well, you mentioned my website once you know that I'm still recording. You don't have to say it's a train wreck now. You can wait until it's done at least. <laughs> it's a glorious golden train. Celebrationspress.com. Celebrations hey, hey, we have a Facebook page too, so send me all your <laughs> I love loose stories there and we'll print them for you. Uh, Timmy Foster, <laughs> I love I love Timmy.com is um will also That's redirect not, you. We'll don't don't redirect do it there, people. But yeah, so I want to hear excuse me, your top 10 suggestions as well. And if your top 10 suggestion is to stop doing top 10s, <laughs> I would ask you to, to be nice. And uh, and Tim, as always, man, this is a lot of fun. And thank you so much. We'll do all this fun stuff together and more top 10s to come in the very near future. Thanks, Lou. I'm going to bed. 
It's time for our Walt Disney World Trivia Question of the Week. We'll invite you to test your knowledge of Walt Disney World history or see how well you pay attention to the details, not just in what you see, but sometimes in what you hear, maybe even in what you eat. If you think you know the answer, you can enter via our online forum for a chance to win a Disney prize package. Before we get to this week's question, we're going to go back, review last week's, and select our winner. So I said last week that the Haunted Mansion is my favorite attraction, and by favorite, I mean it's among my top 10-ish favorite attractions. I've seen it a thousand or so times, but I wanted to see how well you really pay attention to something you've seen probably many more times than just once. For example, in the stretching room, before you get on the actual ride vehicle itself, you see paintings of some of their guests and their corruptible yada yada yada. One of those people depicted is a young woman with a reddish parasol standing on a tightrope that's just starting to fray. And the question was to tell me what is directly below her. Again, thanks to the over 1,000 of you that entered, got this one correct, some of you in, in a great detail, although there was a lot of debates whether it was an alligator or a crocodile, it didn't matter. I would have taken both because obviously she is standing over a lake, a pond, some sort of body of water with an open mouth alligator or crocodile waiting for the rope to break. Actually, according to story, the woman in the picture is actually the ghost host's first wife who is a former tightrope walker from the circus. You obviously didn't need to add that. That was just a little bit of added trivia. But I took all of the correct entries, randomly selected one. And again, you were playing for the 102 ways to save money for an at Walt Disney World book, all the audio tours of the Magic Kingdom, a WW Radio Magic Band 2.0 cover, a bunch of WW Radio stickers, and the uh, oh-so-coveted WDW Radio hot and cold travel mug not available in stores or on TV. And last week's winner, randomly selected, is... Tracy Stoyer. So, Tracy, congratulations. You did use the online form. I have your address. I will get your prize package out to you right away. If you played last week and didn't win, that's okay. Because here's your next chance to enter in this week's Walt Disney World Trivia Challenge. So, we'll move from a detail that you could see to a detail that you could hear. Because tell me, where in the world have you heard? And that's our KNRG up-to-the-minute news report. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. It's that simple. Where in the Walt Disney World have you heard that phrase? You have until Sunday, April 16th to enter via our online form. Just go to www.radio.com, click on this week's podcast, use the online entry form there. Give me all of your information because, again, you're playing for the book, the tours, the Magic Band cover, the stickers, a hot and cold travel mug, and just for fun, I'm going to throw in a mystery bonus prize. It could be a pin. It could be a map. It could be an old vintage collectible from my collection. I haven't quite figured it out yet because I just thought about it on the spot. So good luck and have fun. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in this and every week. Just a couple of quick announcements. First off, starting with thanks, as always, to some of the new and longtime members of the WW Radio Nation, including Avi Patil, Dane and Katie Polson, Beth Harsberger, Aaron Van Quill, Lisa Gilmore, Joe Yurchak, Michael Nip, and Gemma Graziano Serrano. I sincerely appreciate all of the love and the support. And if you want to find out how you can help the show, 
but more importantly, get exclusive rewards every month, including monthly scavenger hunts with 40 to 50 questions each month for you to take with you to the parks, access to our private Facebook group, personalized magic band covers, logo gear, backpack, t-shirts, care packages every month from Walt Disney World, exclusive live video group calls, and lots more. Please visit www.radio.com support. And don't forget that a portion of the proceeds of your contribution go to the Make-A-Wish Foundation of America. Also, just a quick reminder that the purge of my Disney and sometimes Star Wars collectibles is still going on every week over on eBay. Um, I have been collecting things for literally decades, and it's time to get them out of the garage and into the hands and onto the shelves of people like you who can enjoy and appreciate them more. There is everything from cast member materials to pre-opening documents, souvenir books, maps, attraction scripts, uh, cast member exclusive theme park merchandise, books, and pretty much everything else in between. Uh, new auctions begin and end every Sunday night. You can visit www.radio.com slash eBay. That will take you right to the eBay listings. All right, a couple other quick announcements. Uh, don't forget that if you have a question you want answered on the air, you can email me, lou at www.radio.com. Or if you want to be heard on the air, even just saying hello from the parks, you can call 407-900-9391. That's 407-900-WDW1. I'd love to connect with you on social. I am at Lou Mangiello on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. And please, please take a second. Make sure you go like the page at facebook.com slash Radio. Have a lot of stuff I'm working on and planning that's going to happen exclusively on the WW Radio page. Plus, that is where a great place to have continuing conversations going on even after and beyond the show. Of course, as much as I love connecting with you online, nothing beats a handshake and a hug. That is why I continue and will keep doing Meet of the Month every month in Walt Disney World. April's Meet of the Month is going to be during the Star Wars Dark Side Half Marathon Weekend. It's going to be Saturday, April 27th from 12 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. So even if you are running in the 10K that morning, if your kids are doing the kids' races, it'll give you plenty of time to get showered, hopefully, and come over to Epcot. We're going to be outside at the American Adventure Outdoor Seating Area, and it's a great opportunity to enjoy the food and the fun and the food, uh, I know I said it twice, of the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. Anyone and everyone is welcome. Come alone. Bring the whole family. It's free and certainly it's very, very kid-friendly. Please let me know that you're coming by visiting the events page over at facebook.com slash Radio. I am also planning on trying to do a little very casual meetup over at Star Wars Celebration next weekend. Please stay tuned to my Facebook and Twitter for the exact date and location. And while you're on the events page for Plage, you can also find out about other upcoming events like our cruises. We're going to Alaska next year. Uh, Some of the running team events that we are doing would love to see you and have you get together in real life and participate in some of the fun activities and events and some of the cool stuff that we are planning for later this year. But I've said too much. Uh, I also do a lot of speaking, so I do meetups on the road. Be sure and follow me on my personal profile as well. You heard me announce the Momentum event. And don't forget that the super early bird pricing does end on Tuesday, April 11th. It is limited to 50 people. We are almost halfway sold out. And I did add on a second Mastermind Day on Tuesday. You can visit loumangelo.com and click on the Momentum event for more information and tickets. Thanks, as always, to Becky Mankin from Mouse Fan Travel, my official and recommended travel provider, and little Timmy Foster from CelebrationsPress.com. 
But finally, and most importantly, and as always, my friend, and you, you are my friend. And, and whether we have met yet or not, all I ask is that if you like the show, please help spread the word. Take a second, tweet out that you're listening and link to this episode, or better yet, share it on Facebook with your friends in a group or on your page. And if you could, take just 30 seconds to rate and review the show over on iTunes. If you visit www.radio.com slash iTunes, that will take you right into the iTunes store where you can leave a review. I want to quickly thank some recent reviewers, including Brian Bosak, who says it is the best Disney podcast. Such an incredible show, fun stories, great insider info. I could go on and on, lose an awesome personality. Thank you. Always delivers great content and outstanding music and audio quality. BD Snook 43 says it's now a favorite podcast. Over a year ago, I was listening to the Social Media Examiner podcast when Michael Stelzner happened to have Lou on talking about Facebook Live. Being a longtime Disney fan, I checked out the podcast. Haven't stopped listening since. Janelle K says, lose my walking partner. I'm a Disney fan that only gets to visit five every five years or so. The podcast keeps me from missing Disney too much with a weekly visit. Our next trip is until 2019 when our twin sons graduate, so I'll continue to listen as much as I can. I listen as I walk and have managed to lose and keep off 20-plus pounds in 2016. Thank you so much for the Disney escapes. Uh, Janelle, congratulations to you. Keep up the awesome work. And Kay Kuber says, what a great podcast. About a year ago, I discovered Lou's podcast. Been listening to all of them in order from episode one. I usually listen when I walk my dog. It really helps get me through the days. We're 500 plus days out. And I, as I write this, and I cannot wait to get there. Lou's knowledge of Disney is phenomenal and allows me to live in his shoes until I get there. I hope to say hello someday and shake his hand. And because as he always says, nothing beats in a handshake and a hug. Kay Kuber, I agree. I hope to have the opportunity and the pleasure to see you shake your hand, give you a hug, and say thank you to you and all of you who have taken the time out of your busy day and busy lives just to tune in and listen to the show. You have given me the greatest gift by sharing your most valuable resource and your commodity, which is your time. And for that, I am always and forever grateful and if there's ever anything that I can do for you to repay that favor by all means please please let me know and whatever that thing is that you wish and you want to do and you dream about doing every single day all I ask you to do is take that first step right however small it might be because when you you overcome when you sort of bravely overcome that one small fear and you take that initial step and you start to build momentum, which is why the conference is call, called that, it gives you the courage and the excitement to take on the next step, the next fear, the next challenge. And as a wise man once said, always keep moving forward. I hope that you have your best week ever. So until next time, see ya. Hey, Lou, it's Beatrice Feeney. As we all celebrate your 10 years with you, I've been very fortunate to have experienced a lot of great moments in person. So I wanted to congratulate you on 10 years and share my own personal top 10 WDW radio moments. Number 10, your parties. Getting to know some of the coolest dream makers, like the Dream Finder, Jim Cortis, Ron Cohey, Alex Mayer, and Ridley Pearson, just to name a few. Number nine, that time we had 48 people in PJs take a photo with Belle on the Star Wars cruise. The look on the cast member's face when they asked how many was in our party was priceless. Number eight, the 40-hour show. It's so funny to think back to that year when you carried your laptop around the theme parks and people looked at us like we were crazy. Number seven, 
The WDW Radio Running Team. You inspire me, you challenge me, and you never leave my side. I'll never forget Marathon Weekend 2012 when the Dream Finder or Dream Team Project sponsored a Make-A-Wish Child. It was the first time I'd heard their story, and I was so emotionally touched by their challenges and this magic that our team created for them that I signed up for the Princess Half Marathon only six weeks away. I don't recommend that. I had never run a full mile in my life, but I trained hard, and I imagined how it was going to feel to run down Main Street, and the rest, they say, is history. Number six, the Alaska cruise, the majestic views of the icebergs that were more beautiful than I could ever put into words, the lighthouses, the totems, eagles, seals, speedboat experience, and the people in our group. Plus, Ron Cohey spending hours of his week creating a very special drawing for every single person in our group. I don't think any of us could have ever expected the time and effort he put into getting to know us and creating such a special souvenir. Number five, the Ridley Pearson cruise. That was my first cruise ever. I would never have cruised, Lou, if it wasn't for you, because all three cruises I've traveled as a single person, but when you're with our group, you're never alone, and I really appreciate everybody for that because, trust me, I was on deck at uh, 5 a.m. trying to get some coffee and my PJs without my hair fixed and makeup, and someone said, hi, Beatrice so believe me, you're never alone on these cruises. Uh, number four and three for me are actually two different moments from the same day. It was actually my first trip to Disneyland in 2014, and we were all running the Avengers 5K together. I had just arrived the day before, and again, my first trip, so it was my first time going into those parks with our group all together. I'll never forget Becky as we were about to round the curve and go into Cars Land. She knew it was my first time, and she told me how this was the way it was introduced during the media opening. We rounded that curve, and I still get goosebumps thinking of how amazing Radiator Springs is from that viewpoint. Almost done. Number two, uh, the next one was from that day. It was entering Disneyland for the first time, and I just happened to be next to you, Lou. That moment that we all took a group photo in front of Mickey, and I started to tear up, and I told you, Walt walked right here. And you being the awesome friend that you were, you pulled me out of that moment. And you said, no, he didn't. He walked over there. So I'll never forget the giggle that I got going to Disneyland the first time. And my last but not least, my favorite moment, um, actually the WDW number 2005, when I made one of the best decisions I've ever made in my entire life by going to a Disney trivia meetup that changed my life forever. So thank you, Lou, for a happy 10 years, and thank you to every single box person and every single friend that I've made out of this. So those are my top 10. Congratulations to you, and happy 10 years. Let's make this year fun. Bye. Hey, Lou. This is Zach from Bowling Green, Ohio, and I just wanted to call and say thank you for the awesome work that you're doing. Your podcast really helped me get back into into Disney after not going for a couple years, and I'm planning out a trip right now to head down in July here in 2017, and I'm really hoping I could see you down there if I'm, if I'm down there. And, again, Thanks for all the work that you're doing. Keep up the awesome work. Thanks. Hey, Lou. Uh, this is Mary from Massachusetts. I just finished listening to number, let's see, 471, top 10 things we're looking forward to on the new year. Um, and I just I listened to the very end, and I just love it that you had. 
something from Spaceballs, which I love, and also Bill Murray's, I'm sorry, Bill Murray's singing Star Wars. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so wonderful. Anyways, I just wanted to say thanks so much. I, I love the podcast. Thanks. Hello, Lou Mangiello. It's Darlene Yankee from West Seneca, New York. I am out for a walk today in the beautiful West Seneca, New York. It is like 67 degrees outside. It is absolutely beautiful. And calling in to tell you that you guys are 77 days away from the Double Dip Cruise. Woohoo! Go on that cruise and enjoy yourselves. Rock the nights away in the lounges where they have the comedians, the karaoke, or you never know, there could be a WGW radio meetup that Lou and Becky plan for you all. So have a wonderful time. We're about 152 days away from our California Disneyland trip. I am so excited. Have a wonderful Palm Sunday and happy Easter in advance to all of our WDW Radio family. Love you all.